Hello everyone, it's Yana here at Gentleman. It's audio mode day 13 and I have a special guest today. I've got SM Twin with me. Hello. Hello, you're sounding very chirpy for the late hour. Um, yes, I tried to record uh, my audio mode for today earlier, but um, um, things have been moving very fast in the world of politics, so... Mm. Um, and it's it's still all very confusing, so um, I thought I'd leave it until we can discuss it over a beer, literally. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm super glad I didn't. That's yeah, a beer. Beer. Um, I'm really glad I didn't hold my breath yesterday about how they're going to vote. Mm. Um, well, I'm glad you wouldn't. You didn't at all. Um, yeah, so I've um, uh, yeah, what what I th- what I thought happened, they all they all backed down. Um, so yeah, I thought it was supposed to be only one day, but then it turned out it was actually more two days. Um, so this is the this is the EU withdrawal bill um, that they were supposed to debate and vote on, but mostly vote on um, mm. because there wasn't much time for debate. So. It had gone to the Lords and they'd send it back with 15 amendments, which, to be honest, um, all looked very sensible to me. Um, um, But yeah, so now was the case, what are they going to do with it in the Commons? So, and I think some of them got thrown out completely. Some of them got uh, amended um, and most of them got voted down. Um, So yesterday they just concentrated on the because um, they didn't have time to discuss all of them in detail. Um, they just um, uh, concentrated on the most uh, important one, which they said is the, to give Parliament a meaningful vote. Okay, So the Lords have had to put an amendment in the EU withdrawal bill that Parliament should have a meaningful vote, i.e. if the government comes back with a deal that is unacceptable or no deal, so that um, um, uh, Parliament then has a say and can say, right, you know, we'll send you back to the negotiating table or, you know, we take over and decide what should happen next or, you know, something like that. Um, But it was meaningful, so the government can't just come back and say, right, you can either take this really bad deal or it's going to be nothing, um, so that because that's not a real choice, um, and um, well, there was a, there was a lot of commotion yesterday because of uh, quite a few of the Tory, of the uh, the pro Remain Tories said they would um, rebel, and um, uh, Don Dominic Grieve uh, came up with his own amendment, which was supposed to be a compromise. This is all how. Sorry, Dominic Grieve. Yeah, he's the solicitor. Is he conservative? Or? Yeah, he's conservative. Right. Um, he's he's a, he's a lawyer, so he he knows he can he can look through this and understand it better than most. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen lawyers, you know, QCs, um, tweeting that this this, all, this whole Brexit bill thing is so complicated that even for a lawyer, it's very challenging to look through and understand it all. Um, um, so yeah, but um, Dominic Grieve, who was one of the rebels before, came up with his own amendment, um, and it had three parts to it. Um, so the first two, I think, were about 
uh, when the government has to report back to Parliament in sort of October, November time. Um, and what happens then? Uh, and then there was a third part um, where he said if there's no no deal, so they basically tried to get the no deal scenario off the table mm-hmm. um, with this. Um, so he said if, if there's no deal by sort of mid-February next year, um, Parliament gets to decide what happens or Parliament takes over. Um, and the idea being this is a compromise because six weeks before the um, withdrawal date is too late to have another referendum, is too late to have another general election. Mm-hmm. So that was supposed to be the sweetener for the government. So, um, and then yesterday, I mean, we were all very excited, um, thinking, oh, yes, um, that they're, they're going to rebel. Um, there was even a junior justice minister, even uh, Dr. Philip Lee, even, even resigned so that he could vote with his conscience rather than with the government. Um, so it all looked very promising. But then Theresa May did her usual thing that she does before an important vote. She takes them to one side and she gives them some vague assurances. And then they suddenly go, yeah, all right, then we'll vote with the government. So the government won that vote yesterday. And Mm -hmm. then it didn't even take 24 hours. And then the rumours came out um, that uh, they've been had. So they thought those three parts of Dominic Reeves' amendment um, that she would look at those or she, she accepted the first two and the last one that she would discuss that with them and then Downing Street suddenly said oh no, the third one, we're not looking at that at all um, um, so it was the usual Theresa May fudge yesterday where the the Tory rebels thought that they got some kind of assurance out of her whereas mm-hmm. the um, the particularly boneheaded um, leave Tories were already saying, oh, no, 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 that's not what it means at all. So it's another one where she just comes up with something that can be interpreted whichever way you want to, really. Um, But then yesterday, um, Downing Street said, oh, no, no, we're not. Um, How did they they, they phrase that again? Something along the lines of, um, uh, we can't have Parliament... um, uh, take over we can't have parliament um frustrate uh brexit or something like that um and it said that um they would push brexit needs to be pushed through in all circumstances so the government doesn't want to give any control to parliament over this um so downing street saying that no the control needs to be with the government they don't want to give it to Parliament, uh, and they will. They will push that Brexit through, and it it did say in all circumstances, mm-hmm. and and whatever happens, so. Uh, they're basically saying even if there's no deal, we're still gonna leave. Which is just, I mean, they've just gone completely insane. This is, I mean. I just really, I mean, the whole we've spent two years going, are they really that cynical or are they that ignorant? Has nobody explained to them yet what happens if there's no deal? Do they really not understand that yet? And I do actually wonder whether most of the MPs understand it. Um, 
to this date, I have not heard a single thing from a senior politician explaining how this country is going to function if there is no deal. Nobody has explained what they're going to do about the lorries stacking up. I thought they were Can't these get into Dover. I thought all these impact assessments had been done that explained about how quickly um, well, we're Dover step... would how 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 quickly Dover would clock no, up. We and... went step further. That was the impact assessments were about industry. What you're talking about is the uh, civil servants. They did a report on different scenarios mm. um, and so yeah, sort one. of different deals yeah. um, that got leaked. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and not even the worst one was the port of, of Dover will collapse on day one. Cornwall and Scotland will run out of food within two or three days. Mm. The country will run out of medicine within a week. Um, they haven't even looked at what's going to happen to cancer treatments because I don't think isotopes have such a long lifespan. Um, um, uh, if if we're even allowed to... Because, I mean, you know, Theresa May said, oh, Article 50, oh, and we're also going out of Euratom because it's got EU in it, presumably. Mm. So we're just going to go out of that. Nobody's explained yet how we're going to get nuclear material uh, for power stations or... Um, um, for cancer treatment and other countries are not allowed to send us any uh, unless we have some kind of international agreement with them yeah. nobody has explained that yet nobody has explained um, how planes are going to fly um, I have not seen anything other than the response from I think uh, the government was uh, when, the, when those reports were leaked uh, oh well uh, we're just hoping that we're going to throw open our borders and we just hope that France will do the same. That's what they're doing on a wing on a prayer. We hope that France will do the same. Um, presumably that's because they don't take the advice of of lawyers who will tell them that France won't be able to do that because of that there are international laws. You can't just op throw open your borders. You know, we're, we become a third country overnight so there's there's going to be nothing. There's no agreement in place, nothing at all. And and nobody from the government has explained yet how that's going to go. I know the Germans have, uh, they're, they're advising their businesses. They have long checklists um, <clears throat> um, where you can see, you know, point by point, any topic that might affect you in the slightest, you can go through and tick whether you've done anything about it, whether you're aware of it. Um the, the Dutch are recruiting lots of customs officials. The French, I think they're also making their ports a bit, bit bigger, recruiting people. Um, so they're all preparing. Not heard anything here that there's any kind of preparation whatsoever going on. Um, but the government is hell-bent on, 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 on doing no deal. They're still talking about no deal. And they've just made it clear that they... That's what they. That's what they're going to. So even if that's what happens, they 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 just want. That's what they want to happen. They are completely insane. Completely insane, and it is high time that the media starts to. I mean, somebody needs to 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 show some responsibility because I think a lot of people go about their lives not not really knowing understanding and i think there's some kind of cognitive dissonance going on as well where you you read about these doomsday scenarios and you think oh, the government's not going to do that surely they wouldn't they wouldn't do that they wouldn't do that to us 
but that's exactly what what they're saying this is what they're going to do even if there's no deal they still want the uk to leave mm. so from one day to the next there'd be nothing and i think people don't understand that <laughs> and it's high time somebody in the mainstream media um the media outlet started explaining what that looks like that that's not that is not project fear that is that is actually what it looks like what what would happen i just i just don't understand what's going on in politics anymore so um well the rebels are saying that so all these amendments are now going back to the lords and they'll be back next week so they could still rebel again next week but quite frankly why they would take the prime minister's assurances on something i really do not know because she does this every time she gives vague assurances and then um you know as soon as the vote is over she forgets all about it plus you know a prime minister's word well what does it mean because the prime minister could be here today gone tomorrow so you know what what counts as the record of how you voted and what you voted for that's that's what stands so i do not understand why mps go with the word of the prime minister if that's what i really believe in and this is really really important um so to so then we had there was there was more uproar today because um yesterday was so little time i mean this is the other thing this is such important legislation and theresa may decided that they're gonna have to do it in a day or two um which is just completely outrageous so they didn't even have enough time to talk about all the amendments yesterday and one of the ones i didn't get to talk about is um is about um, devolved powers what's going to happen with that and the Scottish Parliament apparently didn't get approval to Westminster to just go through with this. Um, and Westminster says, we don't care. So today, the um, SNP leader made it clear to the Speaker during Prime Minister's questions that he wasn't happy about that. Yeah. And then got told to leave. And all the others, uh, the other SNP uh, MPs got up and left with him. Yep. Um, you saw that. Yep. Yeah. So, um, which wouldn't have helped the voting later on because he was banned for the rest of the day. I don't know whether the others came back in the in the end. Um, but just looking through the amendments, I mean, do people actually know what the Lords amendments were? Um, so the Lords put in an amendment on environmental protection that got voted down. So apparently the government put its own environmental protection thing in. But I mean, you know, how wishy-washy that's going to be. Hmm. Um, then there was one amendment on enhanced protection to EU law relating to employment rights, health and safety, consumer standards and the environment. That got voted down. So, and then yesterday, MPs have already, I don't know, they've, they've kind of voted themselves out of a job. So first of all, they voted not to have a meaningful vote. So what exactly is the point of them if they just give all the power to the, parliament, uh, to, to the government anyway? Mm. What is their point? What, what was the point of them? Why do we pay them 80 grand a year if, if they just voted and had to give all the power to the government anyway? Yeah, delegating, yeah. So that was, that was a big one. And the other big one was um, um, their sort of um, statutory instruments. Um, so there was an amendment... Because statutory instruments, 
that um, the government put into the EU withdrawal bill, yeah. which mean that um, any minister in future can just come along and decide, oh, well, this bit of, of legislation, I don't think that's necessary, yeah. um, and just get rid of it, be, uh, and, and, and they don't have to put it in front of Parliament anymore. And MPs actually voted for that. They said, yeah, that's fine, rather than, no, 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 that's, I'm, I'm an MP, I want to see this, and I want to be able to vote on this. So worst case scenario, um, some some minister could come along and say, "Oh, I don't know. Do we need do we need to have twenty six weeks maternity leave? It's quite long, isn't it? Two weeks should do it. We'll reduce that. You know, um, twenty days paid holiday. That's quite a lot. I think we need to help business out. Let's you know if someone wants to take holiday, they can pay for it themselves, can't they? We don't need that anymore." Um, sickness pay, oh, we don't need that either, really. Um, consumer protection, you know, all these things that we take mm. for granted that mm. if something is faulty, we can just take it back to the shop and they have to exchange it and there are rules as to what they can and can't do. Ah, we don't need that, do we? Um, so they could get rid of, 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 of all of that or parts of that, change it at will without Parliament having a say. Mm. Um, that's what MPs voted for last night. Absolutely incredible. Um, what was the other one? Um, oh, the other really disappointing was the EU Charter on, 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 on Fundamental Rights, which I think isn't even an EU thing. I think that's... Um, um, that charter, I think that's used by... I think that's an, that's an EU... Oh, I can't remember what that institution is called now. But I think that's more than more than the EU countries that um, that use that. That is that is lots of other countries as well. Yeah. So that basically just means it's fundamental human rights, um, and um, and and the and British MPs have just voted that those are not important. Um, we don't need to keep them. So they've just given part, and uh, they've just given the government power to to take away whatever they think. Um, and it, it, including that, <laughs> it's just, it's just absolutely incredible what they're doing. Um, so yeah, very, very disappointing. I think there was, um, uh, there was a lot of rebelling, uh, from Labour MPs over the EEA amendment about staying in, but I think this one was, I mean, the other ones were all very close votes. So they were all sort of 320 to 300, something like that. But the EA one was actually more like two hundred to one hundred, so that was a that was a clear victory um, that they don't want that. Even though I think a lot of Labour MPs resigned their their shadow cabinet or whatever positions to be able to vote the way they want. Not all for the EA amendment. Um, so it's looking, at the moment, it's looking pretty dire. Um, I did see something earlier that Ken Clark said yesterday because they didn't have time to discuss it. Um, because one of the things they weren't able to discuss was um, Northern Ireland and what happens to the border. Um, but he said because the amendment said something about um, uh, that things have to stay as they are so that there's no hard border that that would effectively mean that the UK has to stay in a single market in the customs union because otherwise there will be a border. 
Um, so I don't know, you know, whether that sort of legally holds holds ground, but um, uh, th- there was just there was not even a silver lining today. Um, it's just it's just looking really really dire. Um, so this is all going to go back to the Lords. Um, mm. I mean, Lord Adonis tweets a lot and he, he said, well, we will take account of the fact that this wasn't even properly discussed. Um, so there is a chance that the Lords are going to send it back to the Commons. And then we'll see whether the Tory rebels rebel then. But there is also a chance that a lot of the Lords, because especially as Theresa May has in the meantime staffed the Lords with a few more um, Tory Brexiters. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that she's done. So she's kind of she's doing all sorts of things, which in normal times she'd think, "Hang on a minute, that is not kosher," but she can just get away with these kind of things now. So, yeah, so she's done that. So there is a chance that actually the lords, you know, the lords were just voted through, which is why the rebels were super silly to not rebel properly, um, and and just thinking, "Oh yeah, we'll take." Would 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 take her assurances and and if if she doesn't come good, then we'll rebel next time. There might not be a next time because of yeah. the extra Tory. Um, I've not seen that mentioned anywhere, but presumably they're there by now. So there may not be a next time. So in which case, I don't know where this is all going to go, but it's probably scary. Ugh. Thoughts? I think that was. I think that was all. There may well have been more, but I can't remember now. Well, I just, I just, it just seems like it's going to be an absolute car crash, and it sounds like the MPs are just trying to disinsinuate themselves from any culpability for it for this car crash by saying, "Oh well, we were told by the Prime Minister to trust her and." let her do it and and that would be uh, you know we trusted her and she got it wrong so it's her fault not ours mm. rather than voting in a deal that is disastrous and having blood on their hands uh, I mean is it still going to be Theresa May what's what's all this talk yeah. about yeah. what's all this talk about Someone said a general election in October yeah and go taking over. What, what's what's all that about? Don't know. Just trying to find the. Um, well, I mean, this is this is the next thing, isn't it? But that was that was said before. I think one of the rich Tory donors suggested that Gove should take over as prime minister a couple of weeks ago. One of the donors. Yeah. This. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but then you know suggestions are that. Um, Gove was only put in the cabinet by, you know, Murdoch anyway, because Murdoch was going in and out of number 10 at the time, and mm. then suddenly Gove is back, so mm. yes. um, there were suspicions. Um, yeah, so the quote was from number 10, we have to be in a position to honour the result of the res- the referendum in all circumstances. That's why they don't want to have that Dominic Grieve amendment. And it's just like, how irresponsible can you get? I mean, this was nearly two years ago. Do you really, and, you know, and they don't even want to give people the chance to maybe change their minds. All the people who'd be losing their jobs and who are going, well, hang on a minute, that's not what I voted for. That's not what I thought was going to happen. Um, 
So you're not even allowed to change your mind now. You can have a general election every four or five years, but then the Tories will probably get rid of that soon as well. Um, but, um, um, you know, the referendum, that's set in stone. Sort of, you know, just a thin sliver. Um, you know, it was it was won by a very narrow margin. The Tories didn't even get in the last general election, let's not forget, they said that their vision for, for hard Brexit, they didn't even get a majority for that. Yeah. And yet they're driving it through at all costs. They and said, that's what they're saying. She said, if we lose 20 seats, then it will be Jeremy Corbyn negotiating mm-hmm. Brexit. Mm-hmm. And she lost more than 20 seats. She just yeah. didn't give, didn't give um, do, um, exactly. do honest with that. Where, where am I? What was the one thing? Um, Tom. Was it Tom Brake? Yeah, Tom Brake, the Lib Dems um, Brexit spokesman. He said, the Prime Minister confirms at PMQs to me that there is no level, listen to this, there is no level of damage Brexit can inflict on UK firms and jobs that will lead her to grant the people a final say on the deal and a chance to exit from Brexit. So they're even talking about, you know, before it was the sunny uplands and everything's going to be better. Now we're talking whatever happens to the economy, whatever happens to jobs, there's no level of, 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 of damage that can be, we're still going to go through with it. I mean, have you ever seen a government like this? That is this irresponsible and just driving... No. Driving through... its ideological project completely to the detriment of the of the people that it's supposed to govern this is just completely insane so i don't know i don't i, I don't know i don't know what to do which is you know there's a lot of people who feel they don't know who to vote for because the left is completely off the rocker the right's completely off the rocker so there's a lot of people sort of in the center who don't know you know they say nobody represents me Mm. Um, you feel completely powerless um, your MP is just a complete MPs have you noticed so if they are from a Remain constituency then they have to um, uh, they have to honour the 17 million voters who, who voted for, for leave and if they're from a leave constituency then they have to do what their constituency wants so you know, um, it's it's all just geared towards, yeah, and we have a career politician as an MP, so he just votes with whatever the government wants. We do, yeah. So the people are completely powerless. The Article 50 challenge got thrown out of the High Court at the first hurdle. The judge said, nah, that's a, that's a political issue. Um... Parliament made it clear they want to leave the EU, so we're not even going to go there. So, I don't know. I don't know what's left for all of us. We'll see what happens on the 23rd of June. I should advertise that. Big vote, uh, big, um, there's going to be a big demonstration mm. in London. So, you know, people were saying, well, let's see if the BBC covers it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, Doesn't but matter. yeah, that's going to be. The people in control. Obviously, just want to crash the UK economy, so yes. presumably they can they can cash in and buy yes. lots of stuff for cheap, yes. and then and then um, absolutely, and then cash in 
Well, John uh, Redwood's already. John Redwood is is with a with an investment firm on their website. He's saying, um, get out of the pound and don't invest in the UK. Yeah. Um, which you know is a complete conflict of interest. Again, why why you know that's that's but that's so minor these days. It's not nobody's batting an eyelid. And now it's it's turned out that Jacob Rees Mogg, he's also involved with an investment firm. They've now set up an arm in Dublin because. Um, they know that they would have problems with all sorts of things with the UK suddenly becoming a UK country. Um, and Lord Sorry? Hmm? All sorts of problems? What? With... Well, I don't know what it was, something about passporting rights or whatever. So, again, they're setting up in, in Dublin so that they're still in the EU. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Lord Lawson, who's always advocating Brexit... Um, well, he lives in France anyway, and apparently he's um, applied for for French citizenship or residency or something. So, you know, they all have their way out and they all, they all stand to make money and they seem to know which way this is going. But politically, you know, and with a prime minister who just wants to be in power no matter what... So she just tries to keep everyone happy and cling to power just one more day. Just one more day, just another day, just another day. And she's still there. And stuff the rest of the people. Well, we're supposed to say, well, at least we haven't got Gove. Is that, is that why we're supposed to... No, I don't think we're supposed that to say that, no. <sighs> yeah, Exactly. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this is going to end and how this is this is going to go. But it's not looking it's good at the moment. It's going to be disastrous. Yes, it's disastrous for the economy and it's completely disastrous for the cult. Well, the culture of the UK has already been affected, and politically, it's completely disastrous too. Um, you know, because I mean, <laughs> so many EU citizens were saying two years ago, oh. That looks very much like 1930s Germany. Um, and, you know, lots of Brits, even Remainers, were saying, ah, oh, no, that's too dark, and no, you can't say that. Um, no, I think that's exactly what it's Well, like. but now there's so many people who, you know, I mean, now it really looks like that. And you can actually pull out headlines from newspapers. I saw one earlier of a German newspaper from the 1930s saying, you know, having uh, pictures of judges on the front page saying these are the enemies of the people. Remind you of anything that the Daily Mail featured last is, year? I bet this is exactly what it was like. Yeah. In East, yeah, they in also, East, in East they, Germany. No, yeah. not East Germany, in Germany in Sorry, the 30s. Sorry, in Germany. In, in they, they had, yeah, they had the Nazis held referendums too. Um, they did exactly the same thing, having a power grab. The only The only difference was it was... It was fairly well that the country was was on its on its knees after the depression, um, but here we just have yeah, well, lots of people who feel that yeah, they've been very badly served, we do. and that's why we do. they, they austerity. Vote for this. Anyone? Yeah, we've been in austerity measures for for ten years now, effectively, mm-hmm. and it's artificial. Mm-hmm. The economy was doing very well. Mm-hmm. Until Brexit came along and then created this... Yeah, it was. Posit- this, and the, it's not even like know, they've reduced the deficit. Yeah. 
and 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 you know, and the the enemy within, you know, all this, yeah. you know, oh, it's just to- totally yeah. populist. It's totally. I, I bet this is exactly what it felt like in Germany in the in the in the nineteen thirties. Mm-hmm. But this is exactly what it felt like, and they didn't see. You know, they didn't see it. No, they didn't see it coming, and we no. wouldn't see it coming unless we could draw these parallels. Yeah. Oh. Then again. You know, a lot of people don't think about it. Then, you know, they're too busy to follow politics, don't understand what it means, you know. And, um, you know, you should be able to trust your MP to do the right thing. But I'm not sure that a lot of them understand what it all means. And they're certainly not doing the right thing. So, yeah, dark times. Yeah. Very dark times, especially after all the, the amendments today being voted down. I can't believe they MPs in the right conscience can vote down all these protections for the population. That's just incredible. <sighs> anyway, um, well, thank you for talking to me about it. This is quite thank a long you. one. Um, what's, the lim- what's the limit on here? <laughs> There is no limit. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's quite a long one. Anyway, um, thank you to everyone who listened, especially those who listened to this bit. Yeah, especially, yeah. <laughs> Got to all this way. Um, right, well, I better um, um, post that then. Okay, um, bye for now. Oh, toodle-boo. <laughs>